Hey, computer, play me something new by Elvis. Rock in the style of Elvis Presley. No, make it Sinatra. Classic pop in the style of Frank Sinatra. It's pop sometimes. Sombrero leather makes me in a sea where Hmm, a bit odd. What else can you offer? Something jazzy? Jazz in the style of Ella Fitzgerald. Jukebox is the name of this AI. A research project conducted by the company OpenAI. And what about heavy metal? Alternative metal in the style of Disturbed. Jukebox can imitate the style of bands and even turn lyrics into rudimentary singing. In autumn 2021, a project that saw artificial intelligence completing Beethoven's unfinished 10th symphony caused considerable furor. The result is convincing. In some respects, AI seems to be outstripping humans. AI and us. KI. AI and us. Und wir. KI und wir. What artificial intelligence What artificial means? Intelligence. Means for our lives. Was künstliche Intelligenz means for our lives. Was künstliche Intelligenz für unser Leben bedeutet. An Alexander von Humboldt Foundation Science Podcast. Science Podcast. Ein Wissenschaftspodcast der Alexander von Humboldt Stiftung. Episode 8, Will AI Outstrip Us? I'm pretty much convinced that it is possible to generate artificial intelligence in the not so far future, but probably further than I think as the excited AI researcher, that will understand this planet's system with all its economics, politics, biological, intentional humans roaming around, animals also have their needs and purposes and so forth, that will understand this whole system better than any human can. What Martin Butz is describing points in the direction of artificial general intelligence, or AGI. And AGI is not just programmed to a specific, narrowly defined intended use, but, like humans, can carry out the most diverse tasks and grasp connections better than humans. There's a simple reason, actually, why this will be possible, because our brains are limited. We are bounded rational thinkers. If there are too many factors involved in making a decision, we have a really hard time. An AI system will be able to handle way more factors. It will be able to maintain a larger amount of internal states and data that reflects on the true world. You can equip an AI with calculation resources that far surpass our brains. 
When an AI knows exactly how to use these resources, it could leave us behind. There's no argument I found, and I read a lot about this topic, that convincingly says that this is not possible, uh, that such a machine could not exist or develop. There's no barrier, there's no indicator whatsoever that our brains have particular capacities that a computer could not. There's nothing in that direction. Not all researchers agree with Martin Butz. Daniel Rueckert, for example, is much more cautious. He doesn't think artificial general intelligence is within reach. I think uh, what you're alluding to is somewhat the holy grail of artificial intelligence and is perhaps something which would be nice to have. But in my opinion, we're still very far away from this as of today. And I think for the next decade, you will probably see still the development of what we call narrow AI. So, programmed to a very narrowly defined intended use, of the type found in chess computers, braking systems, and service apps. But in the medical field, that's perhaps exactly what we need. We need an AI system which is very, very good at, for example, diagnosing cancer. Actually, we don't really care too much if that same AI system cannot play Go or chess. Uh, we could probably live with that. But Rueckert admits that an AI that could understand the human system better in its entirety could be advantageous. It would not only identify a specific disease, but help to prescribe the necessary tests. Not only from a point of view of optimizing uh, the diagnosis for the patient, which of course is a primary point, but also, for example, for a healthcare system, how to minimize overall ca costs. So, for example, a test which in 95% of the cases is negative, but is very expensive, actually quite often doesn't provide any additional information. So you want, for example, an AI system to tell you, this test makes a lot of sense for this patient because there's a high chance that for this patient, the test is positive. And actually only a positive test is new information. Patients would receive a diagnosis more quickly. The health system would save money. In this context, an AI that is better than a GP sounds like a good option. If AI learns more and more, where are we heading? Martin Butz. We're moving in a direction that might generate systems that have such a deep understanding of the world that they can be used for extremely manipulative purposes. They might just also take off and just pursue their own purposes. We need to make really sure that we put good purposes into these machines. And there are a lot of dangers of putting wrong purposes into these machines or even trying to put good purposes in the machine. But if it's so mega smart, then it might reinterpret these purposes or pursue other purposes to succeed in the final purpose that we humans would not be so happy about. Also, ich kann mir nicht vorstellen, wie das funktionieren soll. Well, I can't imagine how that could work. 
Tobias Matzner does not believe in the bleak scenarios of an AGI, artificial general intelligence, that turns against humans. I think all this speculation about real artificial intelligence that's going on in philosophy, but also in science fiction and cinema, of course it's extremely exciting. The question about how things would be if we had this creature with a superpower, or what would happen if there was a being that was more intelligent than us, and does it then enslave us, or can we somehow... Right? These are all questions that don't tell us anything about artificial intelligence, but do tell us a lot about human beings. And that's why there are stories like that. That's why, if you look at cultural history, there have always been stories about beings that are like humans, but are not human. Humans create this narrative in order to deal with the ethical issues and dilemmas raised by encounters with non-human others. Some AI developers draw a different conclusion from this human need. They want to teach AI ethics and make sure that it always behaves correctly. There's a, a field of study called machine ethics, and that is the idea of embedding the AI with a kind of ethical code, you know, this idea that the AI could think for itself or could engage in ethical reasoning. I think that is not only impossible, but also undesirable. Ethics are a human responsibility, says Amy Van Weinsberg. Ethics, that is, the science of morals, is not something you can delegate to a machine not even theoretically. Ethics is about us evaluating what it means for us to be a good person. You know, I told that lie, so this is just an example, but I told that lie because I wanted to make the other person feel better. I didn't want to hurt their feelings, but now I feel like I'm a bad person because I told that lie, right? To go through a kind of thinking like that, that is ethics. And that's not what we need machines to do. And it's also not something that machines are capable of doing because they don't have the lived experiences that we have. The Humboldt professor finds the concept of artificial general intelligence, or AGI, almost ridiculous. Today's AI already causes enough problems, from violations of privacy to creating inhuman working conditions in warehouses. Martin Butz agrees. We also have to be very careful with the systems already that we are using right now. We have to certainly regulate stuff more and prevent AI from getting all our data, manipulating us in thinking that we need more things. Whether in the distant future or right now, we can't blame AI for negative developments. We need to understand that we are the makers of this technology. We have choices in how we make the technology and how we use it. And so we will be the ones who are judged on what happens ultimately when the technology has been used for 10, 15 years. It's not the technology that's going to end mankind. It will be us if we don't do this in the right way. So is there a right way of going about things? The great potential of artificial intelligence really lies in being able to better understand the problems we have. And depending on what the problem is and where we are, it could even possibly help to find the solution. Can AI make the world a better place? More on this in the next episode.
This was episode 8 of AI and Us, a science podcast by the Alexander von Humboldt Foundation. The experts in this episode were Martin Butt, former Alexander von Humboldt Foundation Theodor Lunen Fellow and Professor of Computer Science, Psychology and Cognitive Systems at the University of Tübingen. Tobias Matzner, Professor in the Department of Media, Algorithms and Society at Paderborn University. Daniel Ruckert, Alexander von Humboldt Professor for Artificial Intelligence in Healthcare and Medicine at TUM Munich. And Amy van Weinsberg, Alexander von Humboldt Professor for Applied Ethics of Artificial Intelligence at the University of Bonn. Here's a bonus track I've generated.